kids. It's Ben with your only option on the internet. I am back with another show. I uh, I got my second shot. I got it. I got it in my arm. It was uh, it was bad actually. That one was tough. First shot, no problem. Just a, a little sore arm, and that's it. Maybe a little sleepy. Maybe a tad sleepy. Second one felt like crap. Aches, pains, headaches, body aches, fatigue, like the, the heavy kind where you're like, you're trying to keep your eyes open to, 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 you know, it's tough. It's a tough one, but I made it through. I made it through and now I'm uh, 97% ready, I guess. Is that right? about right? 90? I don't know. Uh, but I'm but I'm surviving, uh, and and uh, on my way back to back to the 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 world we once knew. Uh, it's very soothing, very very good feeling. Uh, and, and ignorantly at the same time, I decided to quit drinking coffee. So that was the dumb move on my part. Feel doubly bad. <sighs> yeah, I. Uh, Pretty, I'm pretty uh, logy, as uh, as I like to say, logy. I feel logy, logy. But uh, I got I got a little boost of energy because I got a great guest on the show today, and I'm really excited to have him on. Um, he's uh, he's right here. He's uh, uh, smoking a cig as I talk to him right now. It's it's Corey Thompson. Hey yo, whoa. Hey. hey. So glad to be here, Ben. I appreciate you having me oh, in pleasure. your plague cave, you know. <laughs> Thank virtually. you. Thank you, sir. Yeah. I'm very excited. Anything to anything to ride this out, you know? Just get over the hump so we can get into our neighbors' houses and start looting and shooting or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? But okay. this was good. You know, everyone told me if you go through a plague, it's gonna be bad. You know, it's gonna be a bad plague. Right. Um, plagues are bad, but I gotta say, you know, this is the best plague I've ever been a part of. <laughs> I gotta say, I don't know if the next plague is gonna be this good, but this this was a uh, out of all of the plagues I've been in, this was the best one. But also, conversely, same note, this I gotta say was also the worst. It was yeah. one of the worst plagues yeah. I've ever endured. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I was going to ask because sure. I was wondering how many plagues you had been through, and I, I think I figured it out through deduction that maybe this is the only one. That I know of. Uh, you know, I got close to Ebola. Oh, you did? I remember 2013, I had a map that had Africa in my house. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, I stayed far away from it. Certainly. I was uh, like, you stay over there, map of Africa. I'll be over here, you know, in my hazmat suit. Sure. And I wrote it out. Uh, but this was worse than that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I had to, I had to, I had to stay away from a lot of things. Yeah. A lot of things. Yeah. Licking door handle poles. <laughs> door uh, handle poles. Mm-hmm. Did you do a lot of that before? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I would all, always stick my face in the grapes when I went to the grocery store. Couldn't oh, do that anymore. That's I, I that, would see. I didn't, I didn't care for that when people did that. I would see that at the store and I'd be like, ah, no, I guess I don't need grapes now. Absolutely. Well, if the bag, you know, didn't want you to take samples out of it, <laughs> they wouldn't have those tiny holes in it. That's true. <laughs> it's true. 
Well, they those always, little holes are, are right, so you can the, get the littlest grapes out of that. Right, exactly. That's what they're there for, and certainly mm-hmm. not not a, an aid to rinsing them. Certainly not. I don't know what that is. Okay, that's fine. No, I always I always find it strange that you get you get see those bags at the store, but they are always over full. Why are there so many grapes in those bags? They're I haven't like, eaten them yet. I guess they just account for that. They're like some people are going to come to the grocery store and they're just going to eat a few grapes, uh-huh. and they're going to take a few chocolate covered nuts out of the bulk section, and yeah. we just have to worry. That's the shrinkage. Okay, so that's what it's about. Because I always wondered, mm-hmm. like, they can't even get the zipper, the zipper part of the bag closed because there's so many grapes that, in there. That's an and aesthetic that's for you. thing. That's not, that's yeah, for exactly. You. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to know. That's good to know. How how have you been? How how is life treating you during uh, this period of time in which we live? Well, you know, it has been okay. I was working at a Chinese restaurant uh-huh. and doing live comedy, mm-hmm. and that was my whole life. I woke up, I put on clothes covered in soy sauce, <laughs> and I went to work with the Chinese at the Chinese restaurant. Yes. And then I went in my waiter clothes mm-hmm. to the live open mic comedy where I would do my best f- to make people spray aerosolized saliva <laughs> into right, the air. Yeah. yeah. And it turns out neither of those things really held up. No, they had and a hard time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely had some trouble selling the Chinese food mm-hmm. for reasons that we can all extrapolate. Certainly both, uh, both reasonable and unreasonable reasons. Most. Yes, absolutely. Um, and the live comedy was all shut down. If you did it at yes, all, you were the bad man. So, yeah, you know, can't. So, yeah. We had to, we had to sort of uh, adapt to the world. That we lived yeah. in. Yeah. So, needless to say, I had to find other stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, um, you know, we all had that honeymoon period at the beginning where we were like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to catch up on my reading. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in shape. Mm-hmm. Everyone was baking bread. I don't know about that. I did Seems some like bread. Of, I did some bread. You did some bread? That's amazing. Bread. Uh, and... You know, that was that that was fun mm-hmm. for me while I was kind of a comedy monk. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> took from myself video games. I, I didn't let myself play video games because mm-hmm. I thought that was like, oh, this is, you know, addiction. You can't regulate this properly, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. So just no computer, no nothing. And then when the pandemic hit, I was like, well, you're going to get to play some video games. <laughs> it's a little, little, uh, uh, a little, uh, uh, what do you call it? A little, uh, oh, well, it doesn't matter. Uh, move on. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It was a little, one of those. Yeah. And, um, no, a little, uh, maybe, uh, a sunlit spot in all the darkness. Certainly. Maybe yeah, that's what you're you go. going for. That's right. A little, uh, little treat. And it was cool. I did that thing where I just, at first, I was like, oh, I can finally play video games. So I played video games until I was sick of it. I was like, I have no purpose in life. I'm not making anything. I'm not creating thing. I was doing a public diary on Patreon at the time of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, nobody wants to read about me spiraling into pre- to <laughs> depression. So I stopped writing it uh, uh-huh. and would just cancel it. 
every month. So I didn't bill people. Mm -hmm. And of course I missed a few months and I was looking through that yesterday and I was just feeling terrible uh, for letting down my very small audience. Um, But I managed to pick myself up out of the depression by starting to make video game content. So that gave me some feeling of like productivity and like, uh, you know, accomplishment um, something. There. Yeah, accomplishment. that's good. That's so, good. So I had like a team of rabid feral Internet children <laughs> that I was paying to like manage my TikTok and make videos with me and stuff. Um, and that was really funny because I was running a little company and everyone was like 14 or 16. <laughs> so it was an HR Sounds disaster. Like I played them all, pay them all on video game, you know, points. Just like, uh, like Steam store uh, tokens or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Here you go. Here's a blue gun. <laughs> virtual, a virtual blue gun. Um, right. Don't get me ATF, uh, except they wouldn't, right? They no, they don't. They don't care about that. They're a totally different, different, different organization altogether. Uh, so that that was fun. I was making stuff that was like comedy strategy guides. Like, here's how real life historical battles, like you know, can give you tips on this multiplayer video game. (laughs) And I was enjoying it. You know, I really was. Um, And at some point I realized that it was a moonshot career that was Uh, even harder to make it than comedy, mm -hmm. I think. And one that I was less talented in. Um, And I mean, I'm okay at video games, but oh my God, people are so good. Oh yeah. Uh, and so entertaining to an audience that is all 12 year olds, you know, <laughs> and I think I'm too smart for that. I'm not, but like, I'm, you think you I'm are. Just, and that's what matters. I'm, a, I'm, you know, I can't turn off the pseudo intellectual arrogance vibe <laughs> and I can't just bro out. I'm very bad at, I did a comedy show recently and a much better comedian was just like, why do you need to show people how smart you are. Why can't you just make them laugh? And I was like, I don't know. Here's a hundred dollars. You tell me. Um, <laughs> and uh, obviously not very good with money either, but we, we don't have to worry about that. Sure, yeah. uh, so, you know, I was doing the comedy, the, the video game stuff until I kind of got the first glimpses of comedy. And then I was like, Oh my goodness, like comedy can come back. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not been all bad. You know, I met a woman, had like a little test tube relationship. Very nice. Uh, in our first conversation, she asked me to give her two truths and a lie. You know that old? Sure, yeah, I've done that before. And my lie was that I had a pet named Henry. Okay. I actually said, uh, I have a dog named Henry. And she, being the astute and nuanced woman that she is, said that's the lie. It's actually a cat. Your cat's named Henry. And I, I know. And I was like, no, actually nothing. It's just me. It's very lonely. <laughs> Boom. You walked right into that one. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. Um, I think I only said one. I'm so sad. Honestly, you can't okay. overburden them. Yeah. Um, and cut to six months later, we live together with a cat that we've named Henry. Oh, how nice. That's sweet. How sweet is that? Aww. It's it's really, really sweet. We adopted him from the Humane Society. He's a 11-year-old black oh, giant nice. cat. 
Uh, that a, looks you like bought a, a senior a, cat. You got a senior mm-hmm. cat. That's so sweet. That's very, a, very nice. A, a black senior cat. Yeah. We were like, oh, the percentages don't look good for you, buddy. <laughs> like, we were fostering him, uh, mm-hmm. and it was our first foster cat, and we just totally adopted him immediately. Yeah. He had a big, like, his head had recently been sewn up from when he was like battling. He used to love battling. His his ears are all oh, raggedy yeah. mm-hmm. from just that. killing in the jungle, you know? Yes. And um, God, he would love to kill. I, he just paused at the door like, please, Dad, can I go kill? Can I go kill? And I'm like, no, you little panther. Like, there's bears out there and coyotes. And so I, don't let him battle. Yeah. See, I had one like I have one like that, too. And uh, I, I have to let him out. He'll He'll go insane without i just let him go and he brings back his kill to the house i i can't stop it because he he's he's uh his bloodlust is in, in you know insufferable you can't you can't stop it yeah well we let him out once by accident uh, and he passed the test he came back within an hour but we failed the test mm. we i was just just pacing the streets shouting his name i was just like stopping people and coming at them way too strong you know (laughs) like couples pushing their kids and i just pop out of the woods like have you seen a cat and they're like whoa dude like you live around here and i do so i'm on the neighborhood email newsletter so i emailed 90 plus people like help us bring henry home you know and then like an hour later i was like all good guys he came back everything's fine (laughs) But needless to say, I think he would be fine to be an outside cat, but we can't handle it. Yeah, I understand that. And and it is, it's nerve wracking. I live out here in the country, so it's a little bit easier. I don't have to worry as much about, too much about traffic and, uh, but it, but it is kind of disturbing, uh, with the, with the, uh, the predators out there. Yeah. You got the, do you, I didn't know you lived in the country. What's your, um, street address for uh, the listeners? mm, (laughs) Uh, let's just say, yeah, almost got gotcha. you. Almost, yeah, gotcha. you almost got me. Uh, let's just say east. How about that? We'll go east. Right. We're east. Sounds good. We're at, if you're looking for them, guys, just walk east. You'll get. You'll, you just, <laughs> you'll find them. You'll find. You'll them, find yeah. me out there. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, you know, owning a cat is one of those things that uh, that's an experience. Each one of them is an experience, a different experience. You know. Uh, yeah, because they all they all have their own little personalities and their own little attitudes and and things like that. And uh, but especially one that's you know part feral, it can be a real challenge. Yeah, and he's he's chill. He cuddles up. You that's know, fine. sometimes we catch him kind of making love to the covers on the bed. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that particular cat behavior. I don't think so. I've never seen it before in my life. But I've never had a cat. I've always wanted one. Uh, my parents called me cat growing up, the cat man, that kind of thing, because my initials are cat. Okay. And they did that intentionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad hates cats. Oh, really? He got cat scratch fever as a child. Oh, no. Which is a very serious illness. Oh, like, yes. That can really can kill you. Deadly, yeah. Very dead. So he has like kind of childhood cat trauma. Uh, so all my life I've been like, oh, I'm the cat. You said I'm the cat. I'm the cat. I want to get a cat. Let me cuddle a cat. And they're like, no. And then finally this year I was like, listen, you know, it's time. I'm 
I'm getting a cat. Yeah, you're gonna have to come and pry it out of uh, my hands or whatever. Certainly, yeah. You you know the the heart wants what it wants. You know, it's been a tough plague, yeah. Ben. It's yeah. been a tough plague. I understand. I understand. A lonely plague. Yeah, I get it. I certainly get it. But I'm really enjoying being a pet owner. Uh, oh, my my partner Celeste is her name, and I triangulate with the cat. I don't know if you're familiar with that unhealthy relationship strategy, but <laughs> triangulation is like, oh, like Henry thinks that you should bring me a soda, you know that kind of uh, thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I, uh, I've heard of Henry, that. Yeah, I get that. Henry's tired about how you didn't take out the trash. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you. That seems yeah. that seems very healthy and natural. It's. A lot better than playing video games till five in the morning with a gaggle of children whose parents have forgotten about them for sure. <laughs> yeah, that that seems that does seem like much much better use of your time. I agree. Yeah. Well, I do have to say I really appreciated them and really enjoy every time I get to spend with them. I'm putting the, all of this in there because I'm sure if anyone that I know listens to this podcast. It's going to be my gaggle of feral internet children, <laughs> right, AKA my biggest fans. What's up little sprouts. I miss you. <laughs> Shoot them dead. All right. Oh okay, virtually, virtually, virtually. Yes. yes. We're, not, we're not advocating for any kind of, any kind of uh, mass shootings or anything. We're not, we're, that's not what we want. We, you know, um, it's virtual. Even if we did, no one would prosecute us they don't care about inciting violence through communication <laughs> very clearly in this country. Unfortunately, that's very true. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is extremely true. Uh, uh, so maybe do go commit crimes, everybody. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> what we tell you. Exactly. <laughs> what we tell you. Yep. You're going to do it or not do it. And we can't, We nothing we say is going to make any difference. Yep. Uh, so uh, I I understand you you got the you got the you got uh, poked you got the uh, you got jabbed. Mm-hmm. I went to Tennessee. Oh, really? For it. Oh, yeah. That was the first place I saw that you could sign up online. Mm-hmm. And so we drove to Unicoi, uh High School in Irwin, Tennessee. Go Blue Devils! And we sat in a parking lot. And every other person there that we talked to was from Asheville getting vaccinated. <laughs> right, yeah. I guess the word had gotten around. But it was a very beautiful drive, that drive um, north, whatever, on the highway. I'm not good at this kind of yeah. stuff. Uh, but gorgeous, you know, mm-hmm. all the scenic scenes that I didn't look at as I was barreling down the road going 80. Um, and, you know, we got our first shot and then – it was fine Mm -hmm. it was just totally fine the second shot was a little bit more rough Mm -hmm. um we made sure both of us to do our non-dominant arm right that's important i did the same thing it was and and i did the drive-through so i had to like skirt around it was kind of a little bit awkward but uh but it worked out that means you must have been in the passenger seat huh i was no i was in the driver's seat you're left-handed i'm left-handed so, this guy yeah. is a freak, man. Yeah, I'm insane. You would I'm not insane. get away with that in many time in history. I know, I, I know. know they would have just chopped it off, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the devil's hand, Atkins, and you know it and I know it. Right. Uh, <laughs> Satan's got one good arm. Um, so that is – that's awesome. So you got to skirt around. I, I didn't do the same thing Celeste did in the passenger seat. It was, you know, all gravy – 
Mm-hmm. We um, on the first shot, we had a big day of thrifting, like every thrift store on the way from Tennessee. On the second shot, we drove straight home and waited to feel like hell. And um, it really is insidious the way you feel because you don't feel terrible to the point where you're like, I can't leave bed. You're just kind of low grade fever and irritable. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I heard Colbert describe it as if the Dementors were eating him. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I thought that was good because it's like, you're just pissy and you're not like, it's not like you have a stomach ache. Like sure your arm hurts and your muscles are like tired, but you're not. Right. It's just enough that you can't really, you can't really function normally, but you Mm -hmm. can still function. You're just not, you're, you're, you're below peak. Yes. Right. And I took off from work, even though I was working online, because I I know that it's this um uh this piece of knowledge floating around where everyone is saying, Oh, after the second shot, you feel like crap. So I milked it. I'm like, oh boy, I'm gonna feel so bad. You know, I turned on the video games, went to get the shot and came back and like, you know, as the screen was booting up, I'm like, haha, you know. Right. And my partner deals with anxiety and feeling sick by relentlessly doing chores. Oh, that's just interesting. relentless cleaning and organizing and stuff. And so I'm like, babe, I'm not, not going to help you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't do it. I, I can't. <laughs> uh, but then of course I, I did, you know, a little bit anyway, because like if she's doing it, you just feel bad. Right. You know? you, I, I can never let, uh, my wife uh just do chores by herself it it just feels like you're you're yeah, i feel like a scumbag yeah i feel like a real scumbag if i just sit there while she's like sweeping under my feet i, I feel yeah. awful about it mm-hmm. yeah well i'm fortunate that we have really complimentary skill sets because <laughs> i can do all of the computer stuff ah, and then be okay. like babe like you've seen how i eat corn on the cob like you don't <laughs> want me to do the weeding like i just leave <laughs> shit everywhere like right that's good. That's good for you. So you, mm-hmm. it's good that you 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 know you can sort of fill in the gaps when needed. Exactly. 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 Very good. But it's all settled now, and I'm feeling better. If I touch my arm, still it hurts. Mm-hmm. I had mine on Thursday. It's Sunday. Mm-hmm. Three days, but I I don't feel bad anymore. Good. Good. That's yeah. uh, the same thing for me. I got mine on Thursday. I felt bad Friday and uh, most of Saturday, but today I feel fine. No problem. Did you do Pfizer, Moderna? I did Pfizer, which I understand that's the elite uh, shot. If you get the you get the Pfizer, you're one of the elites. I don't I don't really know why. Like, what kind of elites are we talking well, about? Are I'm we talking, talking about, about left like, coast liberals? Are we talking I, about sounds, like space laser? Like, are we talking about the globalists? What are we? What I kind think of, we're talking about the uh, globalists. Gotcha. Uh, are really are really touting the Pfizer as if it's the it's the one to get. Did you see that the CEO a few days back said that they might need a third shot for the Pfizer in I six months? That. I did hear that. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, so that's that's a little bit of a letdown. I have to admit. I thought I thought we were uh, you know clean living at this point, but uh, you know I I'm willing to get it. I'm willing to do it if that's what's necessary. I'll I'll take sure. it. Sure, of course. I mean, I get a flu shot every year. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I do it every year. Why? Why not? You know. Um, I really like. 
I don't know. I've been reading a lot about the polio thing, and I can't believe they just could do the vaccine in sugar cubes. Yeah. Doesn't that sound so crazy to you? Like, I really, what? I really wish they could do that for this thing, you know? Yeah. It seems like uh, that's the way to, especially for younger people or people who have aversions to needles and stuff like that. It's just, just get it over with. I bet you, uh, you know, that 40% of people who don't want to take the shot, they would just get it. If you, if it just came in a little sugar cube, they would, yeah. they would do it for sure. Absolutely. They would well, un- unless, you know, Tucker Carlson told him not to yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, he hates sugar, except the sugar in Swanson family hungry man dinners or whatever. Well, listen, there's nobody that that has as pudgy a face as him that that doesn't like sugar. If he's that saying is, he doesn't like sugar, he is lying. That's very true, though. But it's it's amazing how how many people think they're smarter than the scientists. Oh, I know, I know. What you it's mean. like we pay them too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. That's our tax money. It'd be like if you hired a roofing company to ch- to change your roof out, or you can see how inexperienced I am with any kind of manual <laughs> layer <laughs> by, by, by the strength of my analogy here. <laughs> change your roof, you, you know, know, like you know how they do. just uh, they just pry it up and then flip and, and then swap drop it out. a new yeah, one every yeah, two swap years. It out. I get mine changed absolutely. Yeah. I also own the Eiffel Tower. Wouldn't worry about it. Um, somebody sold it to me, uh, but. You know, it'd be like if you hired someone to do that kind of work for you and then you like blockaded your driveway so they couldn't get through. Like <laughs> right, you already yeah. paid them, you know, just it's go. It's already done. Just go, get it done. Just do it. Yeah, it's rough. It's, uh, it's a, uh, you know, and uh, I don't know. The world, the world to me seems to be degrading somewhat rapidly. Very rapidly. Yeah, very rapidly. And I get, uh, I get a little discouraged overall uh by the uh sort of i don't know the mentality of of many people but i I do feel like there is some hope left if we can just sort of uh reorganize our mind uh minds in a different way uh, so we don't get uh snookered by the charlatans of the world you know what i mean I think that is uh, it's a really hopeful sentiment <laughs> and it's important. No, seriously, it's important to hope, hold on to hopeful sentiments mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, um, it's not a binary, you know, whether we all get fucked or not. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that, you know, there's going to be pockets of good and pockets of bad. Right. Um, obviously something like, you know, the climate crisis, like it's more bad than good, but will it affect you, you know, and how many people can we make this earth good and habitable and comfortable for? Mm -hmm. And if we all just give up hope, you know, or worse, just say, well, hell get it over with and we'll build back afterwards, you know? some sort of accelerationist, eco-fascist nonsense. Mm-hmm. If we have those kind of mindsets, then we won't be able to build pockets of beauty, you know, for our communities and the people that we share this world with. And that's all life has ever been, you know? Like, True. When, when we had a verdant, lush ecosystem, there was only pockets of beauty because you had the place where you could stay inside and be happy. And then if you walked outside of it, uh, you get eaten by a tiger. 
Right. And it, it'll be similar now, except it'll be like, you know, a radioactive tiger. <laughs> right. Or, or, or what is the? Have you seen the the polar bears mating with the uh, grizzly bears now because of the eco crisis? Polar no. bears and grizzly bears are now mating, and they're they they're making something that they uh, that they are uh, really disgustingly called uh, pizzlies. A pizzly bear. A pizzly well, bear. honestly, you know, I really hate they've that just been name. dying to fuck for centuries. I know, let's be honest. I know they have. They're they're just taking any excuse. <laughs> I imagine they just looked up from doing it what we can call bear style, and we're just like, oh, the ice caps. Yeah, you know, like. Yeah, we had to. Well, or whatever. I, you know, they're doing exactly what they need to do to survive, and I, I give them no problem. I'm mostly angry at the name. Pizzly Bear is dumb. It's really awful. It's really terrible. Would you have heard, heard Golder Bear? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Golder Bear. Uh, I, I like the ring of Golder Bear better than Pizzly Bear, for sure. I feel like you might want to cuddle up to a Pizzly Bear, and that's not the message we need no, to be sending. Certainly not. Certainly not. A Golder Bear sounds you know, as menacing as a grizzly bear. That is what we need. Like these, yeah. you know, have to, you have to understand, have descended from the most fuck hungry of both species. <laughs> right. And that's not something you want to be getting close to. Certainly not. Certainly not. We don't, we don't want any, we don't want any thirst in our bear population. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no. The bear, you know, they roll off of each other. They smoke their cigarette. They walk to the refrigerator, and you do not want to be inside Certainly that refrigerator. Not. You do it. not. You do not want to be there. Just let not them. At all. Just let them have what they want. Just let them yeah. do what they need to do, and you do what you need to do, and never the two shall meet. That's how it Absolutely. should be. <laughs> That's rough stuff, right there. That's tough. That's wow. Really tough. I didn't know that though. That's really incredible. I have seen that uh, Russia is doing their best to militarize Antarctica because there's not as much ice over there anymore. Yes, I have heard that as well, and that is disturbing on a whole different level. That's a, it's one of those things where you just have to be completely unconcerned about being perceived as the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are literally like a uh, a James Bond villain at this point. <laughs> The whole country mm -hmm. is just one big James Bond villain at this point. Just leaning into it, you yeah, know, like for sure. whatever secret ice fortress, like absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, they're doing it. They're doing it. <laughs> they for I don't know why. Like who who can't you bomb? You know, like can't sure. you bomb everybody at this point? Like what do you? I yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what they hope to. I I think you know they have sort of a diabolical sense of themselves in the same way that maybe the Nazis did uh, during during World War II, that they could take over the entire world. And I think they think that maybe they have a shot at it, so they're giving it a go. Yeah, might as well start there. Could you imagine you signed up for the Army? You're like, oh, man, this will pay for my college or whatever, right. you know? And then all of a sudden you're like, report to Antarctica. <laughs> and you're like, oh, damn it, I was hoping for Siberia, but Antarctica is going to be cold. Right. Is Siberia cold anymore? I can only imagine. You think it is I still? Only, I, think it I is. mean, yes, but not Antarctica cold. Oh, okay. Well, that, that uh, may be true. Sure. That may be true. Uh, um, yeah. 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 I saw a map recently that uh, was different places in America and what climates they corresponded to. Mm -hmm. 
in terms of other parts of the world and Canada, they said it was very similar to Russia. Um, and the area we live in is a lot like some parts of China. So interesting. interesting. Yeah. If you went to China, maybe you would find the climate familiar having lived in North Carolina. I don't know. There's a fact you can decide whether hey, it's fun. That's, I feel like it's a fun fact. It's something to there note. You uh, you know, at least if we had to immigrate to, uh, you know, another country, China doesn't seem to be, uh, at least climate wise, it seems to be a, a good option. So there you go. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's a possibility. I, I, mean, I, I, I was, I, you know, when this first, when all this stuff with the uh, Trump uh, went down and I was, uh, weighing my options, <laughs> you know, in the, uh, in the, uh, early days of Trump. Uh, I did consider uh, New Zealand as an option because it seemed like that was a that was a nice place to go. But uh, apparently, uh, it has become very, very sought after. The land there has uh, has skyrocketed in price, so it's no longer a, a great option for immigration at this point. No, it's what they had. They turn away people at the borders. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not you have to no. like know somebody. But not early on. Before you know, uh, before 2016, it was uh, kind of uh, they were kind of asking for people to to move there, but not not anymore, not anymore. Yeah, the only thing I know about New Zealand is I saw a clip of this fella from Twitch that he just did traditional New Zealand wood carvings in his mm -hmm. backyard and he streamed it to people right uh like folks do mm -hmm. and he had the prime minister of new zealand as like a guest on his show wow yeah and he it was very awkward but she was very <laughs> sweet uh and i was like wow this is a really tight-knit country i mean yeah, you know him like how do you guys know each other <laughs> uh, yeah i mean it, but, you know it's a small country so i would imagine that that uh twitch streamer is a relatively famous person in in uh, new zealand i would guess yeah it's um yeah i have a i have a gal pal she lives in kentucky now but she's from new zealand and you would never know it she had no accent hmm. nothing but you grew up in New Zealand, so That's I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's fun. Yeah. We can probably still get you in, Ben. We'll tell them that you're a podcast host. <laughs> we'll get you on the list to do something with the prime minister. Oh, wait, I've got other skills. I can do graphic design. Okay. So hey, maybe they maybe they need a new flag or you know, whatever. And certainly, yeah, I could help them with a new flag. I'm happy to help yeah. them with that. Certainly, yeah, certainly that'd be great. Well, I tell you what, this might be a good opportunity for us to take a quick break. And then we'll come back, and maybe we can play, play some kind of stupid game. What do you think of that? I love stupid games. Uh, we can plea and play it, so it'll be a lot of fun. Whatever we need to ask it, you know. Uh, certainly, certainly. Okay, well, we'll come right back after this. And we're back with your only option on the internet i'm here with Corey thompson and we are about to play a stupid stupid game uh this game uh it's a, it's our go-to game here it's uh the movie game aka elevator pitch and of course uh i'll tell you the the rules to this game basically i give you the title of a movie 
and you tell me what that movie's about. And uh, the likelihood that you've heard of this movie before is uh, pretty low because it's probably not a movie that exists. So I'm ready. You're ready to do this. You're ready for this. Okay. Here we go. Uh, your first movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a, a year to go by just so I give you a little frame of reference. How about that? This, this movie is from 1988. 1988. So, so it's, uh, I, I'm guessing, before you were born. Almost. Almost. With, uh, I, I won't go in. I won't, I won't ask because, you know, it's, it's uncouth to ask someone's age. Um, but, uh, but yes, it seems as if maybe, maybe you're a young, you, you seem to me like a young person. So this might be a little before your time. I don't know. I mean, you're in, I'm, I'm a time traveler. I you're just t- looked this age. I wouldn't worry about it. The, <laughs> <laughs> It's been a hard plague, Ben. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> uh, so what's the night title of the, okay. the movie? So the title of this movie is Light at the End of the Tunnel. Light, Light at the End at of the Tunnel. the End of the Tunnel. Yes. Gotcha. That is about a priest mm. diagnosed with cancer. Oh, no. Fall in love with a nurse. Mm-hmm. Loses his religion. Oh, no. Sees God. Okay. Gets well. Mm-hmm. Gets hitched. Okay. Wow. Light at the end of the tunnel. Wow. That is, uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a very, it's very probably succinct. Better than the, probably better than the movie. It, no, no, no. I think it's really good. It's uh, very succinct. Uh, I, I like that it was really very much an elevator pitch that you gave me. You know, a lot of times people will will uh, go into detail with this, but that was literally an elevator pitch. In that you just we'll, told we'll, me. We'll try a little bit different out. next time. We'll flesh out some of the characters. We'll no, I it. liked it. I liked it because it really did. It gave you exactly what this movie was. All the beats. All the beats were covered. There you go. I'm a plot arc guy I myself. I liked it very much. I like that idea. Priest's a priest, you know. You yeah, know who I know. He is. You can't. You you know. You you describe mm-hmm. the situation perfectly. There you go. Nurse is a nurse. You know her. <laughs> I do. I do know nurses. <laughs> I do know some nurses. That's true. Uh, well, that's excellent. That's excellent. I'm going to give you a nice big green check mark for that one because that was great. I that was love great. it. That was really great. Uh, all right. Uh, let's let's move on to our our next movie. Our next movie. This one comes to us from the year 1995. So a little bit mm-hmm. later. A little bit later. Um, and this one is called electroshock therapy electroshock therapy yes Yes. what's this okay what's this movie about electroshock therapy Mm -hmm. teen drama yeah okay right Mm -hmm. bunch of friends Mm -hmm. start a club Mm mm-hmm Where they dance to electronic music. Ah, uh, yes, of course. But her mom, <laughs> Cynthia's, the Cynthia's protagonist, mom, right. thinks because she's going out with a boy and that she won't listen, that she's lost it. Mm-hmm. So she has her baker acted, involuntary committed. Ooh, to wow. a mental hospital oh, wow. where she's about to receive 
Electroshock therapy, of course. But then her friends from the dance club break her out. Break her out. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. That's intense. That's intense. I like Probably. I like that. I like that because there's like a there's a twist at the end, you know, because you're worried she's gonna be committed and she's gonna live a life of 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 uh solitude in the in a mental institution, but then her friends come and bust her out and she you know, she could go off and do anything at that point, right? Mm-hmm. She could be- become a bohemian and live a live in uh, you know, Greenwich Village, or she could uh, you know, become you know, a a dance choreographer in Los Angeles and choreo- you know, do choreography for it could be anything there. She could work at a five guys burgers and fries. She, Once you've really passed the, you know, electroshock therapy and that's no longer a, a major issue in your life, I mean it's pretty much smooth sailing once the electrodes off your head. And to think that all of that happened to her just because she loved to dance, that's too much, man. That is I know. too much. That's 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 the uh the real uh, the real pinnacle of the of the 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 film there because it's like you know, wow. Uh that's an extreme thing to do is have your child committed simply because they were a dancer. It happens more than you think, Ben. Really? More than you think. I yeah, did not absolutely. Know this. I did not know. 100%. 100%. Parents, you know. I mean I mean Think about your parents. Like, how how close were you, really, from you know them throwing you in the Looney Tunes asylum and locking the door? Oh, there were know? plenty of times, plenty of times where uh, probably just one or two, you know, dance numbers away at any time. Certainly, you know, I was in I was in musicals when I was in high school, and uh, you know that probably was the point of contention. Yeah, I think I think honestly they thought about it at that point. Like when yeah. I, I I played the Tin Man in the in the uh, the Wizard of Oz, and I think uh, at that point they were kind of like, okay, this this could go this could go south. We may need to have him, may need to have the straitjacket ready. There you go. Yeah. Well, if I learned anything from the plot of this fictional movie, it's that Dorothy probably would have marched down the yellow brick road and busted you out. Oh, that would have been great. That mm-hmm. would have been great. This yeah. is fun. I want another one. I want another oh, you want to do one more? Let's do one more. This will be great. Okay, so uh, let's see. Let's see if I can come up with another one. Okay, this one is newer. This one's uh, from more recent times. This one's from 2015. So just just six years ago. Not not very long ago. Okay. Uh, and this movie is called A Rose by Any Other Name. A rose, a rose by any other name. Yes. It's about a young woman. Okay. Who meets a man mm-hmm. at some sort of high society function. Okay. And they're about to get together. She's got a date set with him. And they're going to meet at the park. But then she gets hit by a motor vehicle, mm-hmm. losing her memory. Oh. And so she starts her life again from the bottom, getting an entry level position, working for him in facilities maintenance. The most pleasant, 
clueless halfway house living cleaning lady you ever done known. Okay. She doesn't even know, Ben, where she lived before. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then he notices her. She doesn't have any idea who he is. Mm-hmm. He has to win her over, even though they're already in love. And he eventually, I guess, helps her find the keys to her apartment, whatever, and and <laughs> and, and resume her normal life. Okay. So, so, so the uh, she she tries to go back to the life she abandoned prior to the accident. She, she just didn't know how to get home or whatever. Lost home. her wallet okay. or whatever. Didn't know who the hell she was. But you know who she is. Who is she? Rose. Rose, of course. Yep. Of course, mm-hmm. her name is Rose. But she. But they just you know she's Jane Doe in the hospital. Right. Right. That makes mm-hmm. sense. And mm-hmm. so she is by Rose by another name. Any there you go. Name. There you there go. You go. But he knows her as Rose. You mm-hmm. can't you can't change the name. You can't change that name. That's who then she a is. Rose by any other name smells just as sweet. It certainly does. It certainly does. Wow, that was excellent. Hey, thank you. You're you're killing it this game. You kill it this game. This is great. This is really I'm good. a prolific bullshitter. <laughs> <laughs> prolific. Well, very well done. I, I think I think you win the game. Honestly, I think uh, I think you won the game. I, won? I think you won the game. <laughs> I gotta call my mom. Oh, no, don't go cry. Don't cry. I can't. I can't handle the crying. I'll start crying. I've never. And, and everybody will start this... crying. You're like a father figure to me now, Ben. Oh, <laughs> that's that's a, a nice and sort of a, a, li- a little bit uh, demeaning too. I didn't. I don't really. I don't really. I. I mean, I know we're from different generations, but I don't think of us as as you being. You know, young enough to be my my child. I Listen, hope. I've just I've just never had this much validation validation from a uh, any kind of male figure. Oh, okay. You know, before so this mean. is. I see what you mean. You're all of them. Your dad, brother, and Jesus just rolled into one to me right now. That's very kind of you. That's very very. Hey, kind. thank you, man. And I'll take it. I'll take that. Yeah, I want a uh, non fungible token for this uh, <laughs> this, for this trophy moment? that. I just won or whatever. Let's do that. Let's uh, I'll I'll take a screenshot and we'll just this will happen. An we'll, NFT, I like it. That's great. That's great. All right. Uh, well, uh, I think we're gonna wrap it up here. Uh, I think this has gone extremely well, and if we go on any longer, uh, we could ruin it. So let's. Not, there you go. Let's not. Uh, well, thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug before we let you go? Uh. So little, you know, <laughs> absolutely. If you're I in understand. Nashville, come out and see comedy. Certainly. Uh, if you want to see video game related content, I got a YouTube channel at Corey the Gardener. Great. But I don't do that anymore because I'm a family man. If right. you want to meet my cat, just come on down <laughs> to my house. Okay. When um, we stop recording, I'll show you. This isn't a video podcast, is it? It is not. No, it is not. Okay. That's fine. When we get off, I'll show you the cat, and the viewers can just wonder. You yeah, know? there you go. Uh, maybe maybe you could uh, put the cat on a leash and walk it around, and then maybe they'll see it on the street. That's exactly how we lost it the first time. <laughs> okay, all right. We won't do that again. <laughs> That's not the way to do it. <laughs> we left him like tied up and then took a walk around the block. Oh, like, he'll no. stay because he loves us. And he squirmed right out of it. Squirmed right absolutely. out of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what they do. 
Ah, uh, well, this has been wonderful, Corey. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd like I'd like to go ahead and plug uh, my uh, my social meds. Uh, your only option on uh, Twitter and Facebook, and uh, your only option pod on Instagram. And you can go there and look at that. I I don't know why you would because I haven't posted anything in over a year. But you can check it out. It's there. And uh, if you want to check out the show, uh, go to youronlyoption.net. That's our website. It's got all the, we've got all the shows there and links and all that kind of good stuff. So check it out there. And uh, rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify and all the other uh, pod uh, places. And thanks again, Corey, for doing the show. He's getting up and leaving. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. I'm here. I'm going to get the cat before we get yeah, off this go get call. The cat. very get serious the, about this. Yeah, get the cat. Uh, we'll see you next time, folks. Bye-bye.